Hello and welcome back to Ross Meets. Now there's a huge smile on my face today because we've got such a great interview with a man called Craig Flackett. And he's got such an inspirational story and such an inspirational cause. He's an absolutely wonderful man who is just doing this most wonderful event. He's going to be attempting to break a world record, right? It's a 25-hour drumathon being held in Bethel Church uh, down in Longton. And for those who don't know, Stoke-on-Trent has got a very close... It's, it's very, very close to my heart. It's a place that's very close to my heart. It's it's where I got my start. It's it's where a lot of my interviews take place. It's a very, very special place to me. And there's a lot of problems with Stoke-on-Trent currently. You know, we've got a homeless problem. We've got, um, you know, a, a kind of like poverty problem. There's, there's a lot of things afflicting Stoke-on-Trent at the minute. But it's people like Craig that are getting out there and really, really trying to support the community and be there for the community. And I just think it's such a great event that's going to be going on on October the 21st. He's going to be doing the 25-hour drumathon. I think a guy in Canada has currently got the world record, so Craig's going to be trying to break that, bring it back to the UK, and I'm just so excited for you guys to hear this interview. It's a bit out of the ordinary for Ross Meets, but Craig has got such a great musical background, he's been drumming since he's been three years old, and yeah, I'm just so excited for you to hear it, he's just such a wonderful man. And yeah, I mean, I'm going to let him get straight into it and tell you all about this event. Yeah, and I just have to say a big massive thank you to my old friend Stephen from university. We went to uni together. Uh, he, was in my, he was in our lectures and he reached out to me with this and told me about this event that's going on. And when I heard about it, I got so excited because we need more people like Craig, you know, making a difference in the community and not just Craig, the people around him at the church, the people around him making a difference and really, really trying to be there for the community and just doing, just doing their bit. You know what I mean? It's just so, so good to see. It's going to be such a great event um, to witness and to be a part of. So if you can make it, definitely get down there and show your support. It's it's a really great cause. It's going to be a great event. And yeah, enjoy the interview as well because Craig is such an interesting guy as well. And yeah, it was just absolutely wonderful and a joy to interview him and speak to him about this. Yeah, I think you're going to really enjoy it. So here we go. Hi, Ross. Can you hear me? Oh, can you, Craig? Hello, you okay? Fantastic, you're all right, mate. Hello, how are you doing? Wonderful, thank you. That's brilliant, that's brilliant. How's your Sunday been? Has your Sunday been okay? Yeah, yeah, we've literally just finished service, so yeah, it's all good. Brilliant, really great to hear. I've got a few questions about the drummathon. It's yeah. so exciting, such exciting stuff. I'm ready to start whenever you are. Yeah, let's do it. Brilliant, let's do it. Okay, so... What inspired you to do this drumathon? Why now? You know, tell us all about it. Yeah, okay. Basically, it's, it's quite a simple story, Ross. The pastors of the church, Peter and Judith, they put a challenge out at the start of the year to all the congregation. Let's try and raise some funds for the work Bethel does in the community. Because even though we give food away for free, for example, it comes at a cost to the church. So I went away and I'm thinking, well, what can I do? The only thing I've ever been any good at that is worth, you know, is drumming. It's, it's my passion. So I went online on the old Google, what's the world record for drumming in a church? And it's currently 24 hours, some guy over in Canada. So I thought, right, okay, let's bring the record back to the UK. Let's go for 25 hours. That's how it came about. So initially, my idea was I'd lock myself away in church for 25 hours with a playlist, 
and just drum for 25 hours. Since then, other people have got involved. Um, Steve, our mutual mate, has become kind of my media manager. You know, he's come up with loads of ideas, and it's gone from just me playing in an empty church for 25 hours to, like, a day-long event. So we're having um, the Deputy Lord Mayor of Stoke-on-Trent opening the proceedings at 10 o'clock. We're having a sale on during the day till one. We're having hot food served. Then at the evening, we're having a live music event with two bands, a buffet supper for three pounds. So, yeah, it's just gone absolutely stratospheric. I'm amazed at, you know, the number of people that have picked up on it. Radio yeah. Stoke are following it. They're looking at trying to get it on Midlands today nearer the time. So it's all exciting stuff. Oh, it's brilliant. It's so brilliant. Stephen told me about it um, not so long ago. And I was mm-hmm. like, we've got to jump on this because this is this is brilliant. And, you know, it, it's such a great idea, you know, getting it back to the UK. And it's 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 great for you as well. You know, it's your passion, as you say. It's yeah. what you want to do. What inspires you musically? I mean, you've obviously got some deep roots in music. Who's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There? Um, I started drumming at three. So I've been drumming for 44 years now. My inspiration in music comes from everything from jazz through to death metal. You name a genre. I look at it as there's only two types of music, good music and bad music, right? So if music makes you feel something, whether it be an emotion, whether it be a connection, whether it makes you feel like you want to move, you want to sing along, it doesn't matter what it is, that's good music. If you hear a piece of music and you feel nothing at all, then that's bad music. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. It, it really is as simple as that. Yeah, no, I'm with you. And how are you gonna? How are you gonna keep the pace up? Are you gonna? How does it work? Are you gonna have like breaks, or are you gonna go straight up? No, no, no. The way it works yeah. is um, for every hour I'm playing, I accumulate a five minute comfort break. Yeah. So they can be banked to make a bigger break. So. Three, four hours without a break isn't too much of an issue. I regularly do three hours every week with my band rehearsing, so three hours isn't an issue. But I know by the end of the three hours, I can take 15 minutes so I can grab a sandwich, go to the toilet. Um, But but I'm trying to bank as many breaks as I can for later in the night when I start getting tired and perhaps need more cups of coffee or, you know, whatever. But I'm I'm cycling to work to help with the, the cardio fitness. I'm drumming every week, both with the Bethel House Band and with Stickman Stays. I'm quite lucky. I've got people giving me advice on diet and nutrition. So the, the idea is anything that I can have on a table outside of me that I can eat and drink one handy while I carry on playing a beat. It's, it's all good. I'll, I'll get through it. It's brilliant. It is, it's so good to hear. And it's not just a drummer fun that's going on. There's loads of events, like you say, going on in the day. Yeah. There's going to be stalls. Yeah, absolutely. Talk us through that. What can we expect to see, you know, food-wise, all that kind of stuff? Um, the food-wise, during the morning, the sale, it'll be all from Bethel's Kitchen. So it'll be like chips, burgers, hot dogs, just, you know, your snacky-type foods. I don't know, maybe spot of bacon and the likes. Um, but Bethel's Kitchen's got the the council's five hygiene ratings, so you know it's safe to come and eat here. Bethel regularly do meals every Thursday um, for the community. They do a three-course meal for like four or five pounds. Um, and for some people, that's the only hot meal they have in a week. And it gives them a chance to come down and socialise with other people. We're very inclusive at Bethel. We want to stop social isolation. You know, we want people to feel a part of a community, a part of a family. Um, As well as that, Bethel also hand out food parcels and help people that are struggling. Um, Steve's done a load of video footage that's going to be released. More about the work that Bethel do. For me, it's just a matter of getting some money in the pot so that we can carry on doing what we're doing. And I mean, this is what I love about Stoke-on-Trent, especially the community, because you guys really, really 
you band together as a community and there's so much great charity work coming out of that community and it's like this that you know keeps us all going because we are in hard times at the minute you know you know cost of living crisis you know people are lonely you know what I mean so it's stuff like this that really gets the community community together and really makes a difference yeah, and I, th- I think we're quite fortunate considering Stoke-on-Trent's a relatively deprived area when you look at physical material wealth. I think the thing that Stoke-on-Trent is rich in is the community spirit, and that goes back generations to when it was a hive of industry with the pots, where everybody knows everybody, everybody wants to help everybody. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of regeneration work going on in Longton Town Centre itself at the minute, and it's quite nice when I see the updates on Facebook and on social media this is happening in Longton. Well, actually, yeah, because Longton used to be a really bustling, thriving little town when I was growing up. So we're only going back sort of 30 years and it's gone through really rough times where you've had a lot of shops shut down and boarded up. Um, the, the new guy that's taken over the Longton Exchange, which used to be the Bennett Precinct, he's put in a, like a cultural quarter in the exchange. They're having lots of independent stores. You know, if you want your big name stores, go to your out of town, you know, retail parks. Let's bring little mom and pop type stores back into the town centre where people can get things that perhaps you can't get from your big names. Yeah, exactly. And what kind of areas are you guys going to be supporting with, you know, the funds that you guys get? Because, you know, there's, there's there are a lot of problems facing Stoke-on-Trent right now. You know, there's a homeless problem, you know, yeah, like a absolutely. lonely problem. There's so many different areas. What will this event do to be helping uh, the community? Basically, it'll help pay for the food that we give away for free. It'll, it'll help us to get out there and continue because we don't only deal with people from from Longton, we deal with the entire city. You know, we have people coming down from Hanley and Kidsgrove to us. We have homeless people that come in and see us. You know, we help out with toiletries. Um, we have a charity shop in Longton. We help out with clothes and sleeping bags. Anything we can do to make that person's life a little bit easier. Yeah. That, that, that's really, that, that's the ethos of what we do. Everything is for the community. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's just brilliant. It's, you know, the work you guys are doing is keeping people going and it's really essential work. And it's just it's just so fab. And it's ideas like this that really get the community spirit up, keep people going, you know, just little stuff like this. And it's enough. This is what we're hoping. This is what we're hoping. I mean, um, obviously, yeah, Bethel, we are a church. So the majority of the people that visit Bethel are Christians. But Bethel's idea is to shine God's love out into the community. Not so much by going around and preaching the word and trying to convert people, but just showing people that there are people with values that care for them. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it's literally like you just said, it's about someone being there. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. It's easy to feel like you're on your own, but as long as there's someone there to support you, then that's it. Do you know what I mean? And it's just brilliant. But are you excited, Craig? Because it's it's such an exciting event. You know what I mean? It's exciting. You're feeling the the pressure. It's got to the point now I've gone beyond excited. The nerves are starting to settle in yeah. now. I've got less than a fortnight. This time in a fortnight's time, I'll be going across home, crashing on the sofa and not waking up for two days. <laughs> oh, I get the, 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 the uptake's been absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, like I say, it's, it's, it's gone from a, a little nucleus of an idea that I'm like, oh, yeah, I can do that. No problem. So much has happened. So many people have got involved and offered support. Um, like I say, I've had to start saying to people like Stephen, Steve, mate, will you be a media manager? 
because the, the, you've got so many great ideas. Let's get those ideas out there, such as, you know, this interview now for your podcast, something I would never have dreamt of. I'm a bit of a technophobe. You know, the only bit of technology I've got in my little, my little drum area here at church is a sample pad for, for like electronic effects. That's about as far as my technology goes. If it's not to do with music, I'm not really into it. But, but you know, Steve's quite switched on lad. He's done some fantastic footage for the drumathon that he's editing together at the moment. And I'm sending little snippets out on the socials occasionally. And it all looks so good. As, yeah. We're just hoping to reach as many people as possible, raise as much money as possible. Um, and it's a bit different because people have this view that churches are always after money. Well, actually, yes, they are, but it's the application of what they do with that money. We're not asking for thousands of pounds because we want the roof repairing or we want to put new stained glass windows in. We're not that type of church. We're saying support us to carry on supporting the community. You know, the, the difference we can make to lives now will hopefully shape future generations. You know, yeah. the people that come down to Bethel, we have new people coming in all the time and they all say, this is like no church I've ever been to. You know, we're not steeped in the the regalia and the, we, we try and think of it as like a big family. The doors are open. You're welcome. Come on in. It doesn't matter if you've got a faith. Come in, see what we're about. Have a coffee. Everybody's welcome. And, it, and we need that more than ever now. Forward. Absolutely. Yeah, um, it, it's great. I, I mean, one of our pastors, Judith, she's recently completed a doctorate in theology um, and her paper was all about inclusion within the church. So it's about all your, your minority groups and your vulnerable groups, you know, your people that traditional churches would shun and turn away. Well, actually, no, we don't want people with learning difficulties in church because they disrupt service. We say, come on down, disrupt the service, enjoy what you see. So, so Judith's paper, uh, I've yet to read it. But apparently, you know, she's got a doctorate out of it. She knows what she's talking about. But she argued the point so eloquently for inclusion in churches and for making churches accessible to everybody. Everything else in the country now has to be accessible to everybody. Churches should be moving in that direction. It's not about what you can bring to the church. It's what the church can bring to you. Exactly. Exactly. It's a great message, Craig, honestly. And it's it's so good to hear. It's so, so good to hear. And I'm so excited for this to get out there and everyone to get down there and see it for themselves. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. See it for themselves and get involved. And and again, it's all about that community aspect. And that's what we need right now in these such troubling times. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah. And how can people how can people get down there? How are the tickets available? How can people be getting involved? Um, basically, there's tickets for the live music event. We've got the Bethel House Band doing a set, and then we've got a local band, Stickman Stays. Um, that's the band, the other band I play for. As soon as they found out what I was doing, they're like, Craig, we're getting on that. We're supporting you. We'll come down and do a set with you. And I'm like, guys, that's amazing. That's fantastic. Thank you. So we're having a live music event. Starts at seven. Tickets are £3 each. And for that, you get two live bands, you get a buffet supper, and, and you get a night out. You know, so it's going to be a good crack. Uh, tickets are available either from myself, from the Bethel Church in Longton or the Bethel Charity Shop in Longton. Um, yeah, it's just about coming down, getting involved. The sale in the morning, there's going to be all manner of stuff going on. That's open to anybody, free of charge, come in. The important thing I've got to point out, we're not only thinking about raising money for the church, we've all, we're also supplying hair protection. For anybody that comes in, 
know, not everybody's into loud music and believe me, my drums get loud at times. We don't want people coming back to us in six months' time and, and, and suing the church for damaging their hearing. Yeah. Judith is also all the policies and procedures for church, all the health and safety stuff, Judith's on top of that. And she's like, we've got to be careful how many we get in because, you know, the noise level and all the rest of it. I'm like, not a problem. So I ordered a load of earplugs. So if anybody wants hearing protection, it'll be there free on the day for people to use. Brilliant. That's brilliant. And just remind us of the dates. It's October the 21st going into the 22nd, isn't it? It is indeed. October the 21st, it'll be opened by the Deputy Lord Mayor, Councillor Len Shaw. I'm planning on placing my first beat bang on 10 o'clock in the morning and then going through till 11 o'clock the following morning on the Sunday, which is the start of our morning service at 11. I'll then do what I need to do for more morning service and we're saying to people on the day if you want to come down tomorrow and support the end of it you know let's, let's mark the event it's been done it's been completed come on down for the family service on the Sunday see a bit more about what we're about but yeah everybody's welcome we never turn anybody away oh Craig it's so good to hear and honestly you should be so proud of all the work that you've done so far and I'm just so excited for the event to take place I'm so excited for you and you could be breaking a world record you know, we're really underselling that. It's a world record yeah, I mean, attempt. For me, it's not so much about the record. It's about what I'm doing it for. Yeah. Um, I've already got one Guinness World Record under my belt. Um, I was part of the largest drum kit ensemble to play in unison back in 2014. Um, and that was, for the multiple, that was for the Multiple Sclerosis Society. It's an event that goes on every few years called Stick It to MS. Um, and that was literally a day of drumming in um, Media City in Manchester. Um, met loads of famous people there. John Thompson from the TV, from Cold Feet, etc. Loads of famous drummers, Mike Joyce from The Smiths, Robin Guy. It was just a fantastic day. And, and at the end of the day for the record attempt, we had to play in unison for no less than 10 minutes. And that was a feat in itself. You've got 846 drum kits set up. And they had to have like a traffic light system to act as a metronome or a click track to keep everybody in time. And we all had to play the exact same rhythm for 10 minutes. And because there were so many there, the Guinness adjudicators hadn't got round everybody. So the turn around was, can you keep going? Because they had to go around and check every single individual was playing in time and playing the same. So we ended up doing it for 20 minutes. And yeah, so That's brilliant. it's all good. Oh, I'm excited. Brilliant. I'm proud, but I've got to be honest, I'm prouder for the people I've had supporting me, my team, you know, Peter, Judith, Karen, Selena, Steve, Jill, all the volunteers at Bethel, my friends on social media. It's, it's all the people that have come behind me and said, yeah, we want to help. We want to we want to support you. You can do this. I, I'm prouder actually more of those people for stepping up and supporting me than me actually doing it. I, I'm just one guy, you know, but I couldn't do it on my own. You know, people such as yourself. I'm interested in that. I want to know about it. Fantastic. Let's get the word out there. Oh, Craig, I'm, I'm, I can't tell you how much it's literally warmed my heart. I mean, I, I yeah, it's just so brilliant. I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm just, I can't wait. I can't wait for the result. I can't, I can't wait to I'm see it. It's going to be, be awesome. It's it going to be loud. It's going to be fun. But yeah, thank you so much for your time, Craig. Um, no problem at all, Ross. Thank so you for brilliant. your time. So brilliant. And just thank you for just being so wonderful and really taking the time out and, and giving back to the community and engaging with the community. We need more people like you. Honestly, we do in these times you, that we're living in. Honestly, we do. But yeah, I wish you all the best, Craig. I wish you all the Thanks, best mate. of luck. You're going to smash you. it. It's going to be brill.
But yeah, thank, thank you so much, Craig. Take care, buddy. <laughs>